Hey, if you're a teenager, you know how difficult it can be to live life as a Christian. And you would think that God would just make it easy for us, right? Yeah, but following Christ is hard. In today's episode, there is some good news. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John. My friend here is Brayden. Yeah, John, I don't know what life uh, for you was like back uh, in, you know, the olden days, um, <laughs> but much of my junior high and high school was kind of challenging. Lots of relationships. I wanted to, to you know, be known for having a good time. And uh, I found myself kind of compromising on certain situations and even hurting a few of my closest friends um, just by the way I acted and some of the things that I got caught mm. up in. You know, even though my junior high days yeah. and senior high, uh, you know, those, those were through the 90s, um, you know, kind of when the dinosaurs lived. Uh, right. I can relate. I can relate. <laughs> is that how old you are now is 90? I am super old. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, growing up in a Christian home, uh, in going to church, um, being a Christian myself, it added this extra layer of complexity hmm. to get through high school and relate to my friends well. Yeah. I, I can understand that struggle. I mean, for me, it was a little different. I didn't become a Christian until after high school at a Bible camp. Um, and I was already an adult, but I remember this feeling of a lot of my relationships changing as I started to grow and understand certain things differently. Um, it created challenges in my friendships, in my home life. Um, it was a really, you know, hard thing to navigate. Mm. Well, we're going to look at, uh, we're going to continue through our series in Philippians. Mm -hmm. And today we're going to look at chapter two, verses 12 through 30. Yeah. So what's really great about this passage is Paul, who is the author of the letter to the Philippian church, um, has a lot to say about being a Christian or being known as a Christian. So uh, right away, this passage gets into this challenge from Paul. And what he's saying is, work hard to show the results of your salvation, which in other words, is this idea of all of your friends, your family, the people around you should know without a doubt that you are a Christian. Hmm. You know, Brayden, I spent a good chunk of my time at school trying, mm -hmm. trying to live so that nobody, nobody knew that I uh, was a Christian. Nobody mm. knew about my Christian faith. I didn't want to stand out. Uh, that came with a lot of guilt, a lot of shame. And I didn't like hiding it, but honestly, I was just really scared. Hmm. Yeah, I, I know that you, you know your junior high, high school years were a long time ago. Really long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> but I have to say that I think that is a very similar feeling as to still kids today. Yeah, uh, we're, youth we're basically today. the same age. No, that's different. Oh. Um, but I know a lot of students that would feel this way, and, and you might be feeling this way as well they find it tremendously difficult to live as followers of Christ and having a sense of belonging with their friends at school. It seems like, you know, the Christian walk and their friendship walks don't mesh. Yeah. You know, listen, God designed us to be in relationship with others. Life is a massive challenge if we don't have a place to belong. Belonging is essential for our well-being. Yeah. Every day we see people you know, who seem like they're on the outside looking in, or maybe we have even felt that ourselves, like we're, we're on that outside. Um, and it's that feeling of belonging is missing and life is really tough at that point. Yeah. You know, 
I, I gotta say um, that as Christians, mm-hmm. we're just we're just a little different. Maybe a lot different. <laughs> uh, earlier in Philippians, Paul wrote about being citizens of heaven. We live differently, which makes us stand out, and people don't always know what to do with that. But it's but it's not like our character uh, qualities that are developed in Christians uh, as Christians are unpleasant. You know, we're called to be loving. We're called to be kind, mm-hmm. peacemakers, helpful, and so on. It's it's mu- so, not so much that those qualities, Braden. Um, uh, are bad, but that they just that there's other things that make people uncomfortable. I think it's the preconceived ideas of what maybe a Christian is or isn't that really stands out to people as mm. uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I like this idea. I know for me and and other individuals that I've talked to or or kids, you know, students today, when we say I'm a Christian, when you when you use that title or that label, all of a sudden you are attaching all of these unpopular ideas uh, to yourself, right? We've seen this, especially in the last few years of this, um, people who associate themselves as Christians or use that title are often the ones at the forefront of division or political fundamentalism, or I mean, simply just overall hatred and and mean things, Mm. right? uh, these actions that certainly are not the loving and kind and and it you know i find it really hard to even be associated with those actions yeah you don't want to uh, be. i don't want to be and so which has really changed the way that when i say i am a christian that that's received mm-hmm. um and it makes me even more so than ever, consider the person on the receiving end of that statement, right? You know, because they might have interacted or been hurt in the past. Um, I do think in our in our section of scripture, Paul has some really great insight into this. So let me read uh, verse thirteen, chapter two of Philippians. It says this: "For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him." So I get what you're saying, and and think about it for for just a second. Can can you relate with this? Mm. Um, I think it is important to remember that we are all sinful, which means that we're growing, um, or we should be growing and we're changing and seeking God. Um, but in the midst of all of that, mm-hmm. there's going to be missteps. We're yeah. going to mess up. We're going to have faults and failures and things that we're not proud of. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe a lot of those things is what paints Christians today in in a cons- pretty negative manner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. One of the most important things that we can do to change that is to live our faith openly, uh, to communicate with others who disagree or have been hurt, mm. uh, and continue to love them even in the difference. Um, it's not going to make it easier, right? But it is what Paul is talking about, especially in verses 14 and 15. So if you keep reading on. Yeah, so yeah. keep reading. It's really important, I think, for <laughs> us to, for you to take the time to read this passage of Scripture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, John, it seems like uh, struggling is, is pretty normal, um, especially as we grow. It's, a, it's a really important, actually, to struggle in the growth. Um, and in faith, particularly, the thing with this is I, I think it's so amazing that God gives us this desire to 
um, live more like him, to live openly as Christians, and gives us the power to live in that manner, to live in the manner that pleases him. So I think as we do this, as we continue to seek him, uh, it can do more for people's understanding or maybe misunderstanding, setting those things right, um, than having a perfect explanation or being able to, um, you know, defend or, or communicate the faith in a way that is, is going to change people's minds. Yeah. But just through our actions, we can set those misunderstandings right. So if you look back at that verse Braden just read, uh, you got to notice that God gives all of these things to us. He gives us this desire to please him um, by working in us, through mm. working in us, uh, and, and specifically on our hearts, right? Right. He gives us this gift which grows as we grow in our relationship with Jesus. Mm-hmm. It can be scary. Uh, it most likely will be, right. um, as Braden alluded to earlier in his, uh, as he became a, uh, first became a Christian, it mm-hmm. was scary for you. Yeah. And it, and it impacted a, a lot of my relationships. Mm-hmm. But I have to say, though, that is true. Um, a follow-up to that is, as I was open to having more conversation about my faith, it did open up some really good conversation with friends. It opened mm. up them the opportunity to ask me and for me to just openly speak on it, right? Uh, and overall brought some of those relationships even closer together. It it wasn't for every relationship, but it definitely allowed some people to say, hey, my experience with faith was different. I felt hurt here, or I saw my parents be hurt here. And I didn't have to have the perfect answer, but I could say like, this is my understanding, or this is how I hope to live my Mm. life. Um, And that was really meaningful um, for me. So. I think we need to acknowledge that it's hard to live as followers of Christ around people who don't know Christ as we do. Mm. Yeah. I think, I think it's hard because we want to fit in. Mm. We mm-hmm. want to belong, right? Yeah. We want to, we want everybody to like us. We don't even, it's, yeah, not so much want, but we, we're made to belong. We're made to be in community. It's the way God designed us. Exactly. Yeah. So we have this innate desire, this need mm-hmm. to fit in and belong somewhere yeah. in life. But we don't perfectly belong. We know that we don't perfectly belong here, right, on earth. It's, and, and then when we wear this badge or this label of being a Christian, that it, there's, there's a weight to that. There's a weight mm. that kind of s- hinders some of that belonging, at least the initial part that we desire. And you know what? You know, it's really cool. Um, God gives us the ideal place to belong as Christians. Mm. Uh, We we are citizens of heaven. And so we belong to God. We we naturally want to, you know, please the groups that we belong to. Um, And the amazing part is that as we grow, that as, you know, God as we grow closer to God, God too grows in us the desire and the power to do what pleases him. Hmm. So less of the things that pleases the groups around us and we continue to belong more and more as citizens of heaven with God. So Paul's encouragement and challenge to the readers was 
for them to show the results of their salvation. Mm. Now, Braden, talk to the student struggling with the question of why. Why is it important to please God? Mm. Why, why should that matter to me as a student? Okay, so practically speaking, mm-hmm. to the gray-haired student, <laughs> just jokes, but, but to everyone, we all make bad decisions. It happens every day. Living in a way that shows the world around us that we are a follower of Christ helps avoid some hardships, you know, caused by those bad decisions and actually helps us enjoy some of the benefit of good decisions. But there's, that's such a small part of it. There's way more. Remember when we talked about being citizens of heaven a few episodes ago, this, this earth that we currently live on is not our permanent home, right? We're created to belong with God. And so we live to please God because we love him. Mm. Growth tip time. Growth tip time. A growth tip is a way for each of us to grow in a relationship with Jesus. Mm. So in today's text, Paul sends a couple of people to the Philippians to help them grow in a relationship with Jesus. Paul mentored Timothy and is sending him to kind of pastor that church in in Philippi. The Philippians previously sent Epaphroditus to help Paul, and Paul is now sending him back to help the Philippians. You see that 10 times fast? I don't think I could. Epaphroditus. That sounds like an ancient word Uh, or name. Okay, so (laughs) maybe I should name my child, next child, Epaphroditus. Do it. I don't think I'm having a next child. <laughs> right. <laughs> My firstborn. Just jokes. Okay, so the growth tip is is this. God will provide good people in your life to encourage you and help you grow in your Christian faith. Yeah, look around you. you uh, who in your life could help you grow in your relationship with Jesus? Mm-hmm. And if you can't think of anyone, then ask God if there is someone in your life that you maybe haven't approached or talked to um, who is there to help? It's important for you to know, you are not alone. Hmm. There are other Christians who will encourage and support you. If you try to live your Christian faith alone, you will find it lonely and difficult. One of my deepest regrets is not being more open about my Christian faith through high school. It didn't need to be as difficult as it was, mm-hmm. but I believe that the lie that I was alone. Mm-hmm. And as we look for others to support us, we can support other people. That's what a community is, right? That Mm -hmm. we get to live collectively. Friends, thank you for spending your time here with us today and and being here. We are praying for you and we would love to hear from you. So you can find us on Instagram at Bible Story Pod. You can find us on YouTube or just BibleStoryPodcast.com is our main website. If you ever have any questions or prayer requests or comments or a topic you would like for us to cover, please send it our way. Hey guys, you don't have to have it all figured out. Uh, We just need to keep growing little by little. Mm -hmm. And all of these little steps, they will eventually add up to large amounts of areas covered. And we will be able to look back and say, wow, we have grown a lot. Mm. There's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. Have a great week.